0: You're listening to Two Chunks and a Hunk. Movie musings for mostly everybody. Remember, true believers, with great power comes great responsibility.
1: Two chunks in a hunk. My name is Jordan Wonders. It is. And uh,
0: this week I'm your chunk. I'm Doge, and hunks have a cost. They're not free. Not now, not ever. Mm. I'm Carter, and
1: this beats all of the meat chunks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I you heard did you say call you're yourself the a hunk, hunk, but you're not. But you're not, yeah. You're mm. not. That's true. That's true. I'm Poo-sta. I'm ad- I'm adjacent to the truest hunk. You live with the hunk of all. I live with the hunk, and the hunk lives with me. Mm. Mm. And that mm. is uh that is because my my puppy bear slept oh. through the whole entire night last Yay, night. Yay, bear! Way to go, dude. And I think so. Initially, when I pitched this to the guys, I was like, "Yeah, bear could be the hunk," but I really think I deserve it because. That is a developmental milestone that he's not supposed to hit for a little while longer, but I am such such a good puppy caregiver. I understand See, everything that he needs. I anticipate and I have created no, such, we didn't agree to I've this. created Mm-mm. such a such a nurturing environment for this little life entrusted yeah.
1: to me. I know that this process is cavalier. He is developing to
0: you, rapidly. But we take it pretty
1: seriously. You can't just throw that stuff around. I think you can't maybe just take it. I think maybe it's more
0: like he's just so tired of dealing with you that he'd rather sleep. So, okay, here's, okay, let me let me try this. Let me try this approach. That door's locked. Let's see if this one's open. If he slept through the whole night without getting up to go TT and he gets to be the hunk, I did the same thing. I did the exact same thing. But well, guess what? Also, I can talk. So that's two things I could do. Well, then we're all qualified for huntitude. Except no, for no, I water. definitely Carter, had to, Carter did I didn't
1: have, have to, to go go. <laughs> we literally talked about that.
0: <laughs> Chelsea had to potty you in the middle of the night.
1: Yeah. I just go outside.
0: <laughs> hey, this is a good time. This is a good time to uh,
1: talk about the fact that I don't like the verbiage you and Jess have chosen for letting your dog go pee.
0: Potty the dog. It's like it's a verb. It's nasty. That's I don't feel like we chose that. I feel like that's pretty common. I've huh? never he- I've never heard it I've in my never whole life. Never heard
1: that. You I've guys are crazy. Heard, are you serious? I've never heard, I've heard that that in like my go potty. But not like potty the dog. I've never heard it in my
0: whole life. You're insane. No.
1: I'm okay. I, <laughs> sure we didn't make that up. <laughs>
0: sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure you did. So what would you say? Let the dog out. I am out. going to I'm going to what? Let the dog out. But who did that? Nice. Uh, I know what oh, you wanted me to say it. there. I know what you wanted me it's to say there. It's not that I early.
1: <laughs> I was just like, no, who did? I'm, I'm still waiting for. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> oh, no, gosh. who? Car- yeah, Carter was about who? to legitimately who? fill in. B the- <laughs> 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 oh, I O.
0: Oh,
1: bet you guys whole didn't thing- think you were gonna get a December this- 2021 Baja Man reference. This whole <laughs> thing was a setup for that very good joke. <laughs> oh. Speaking of no. a setup... No, uh, Carter! <laughs>
0: so good! <laughs> uh, <laughs> I potted. We pottied Carter. We pottied Carter's brain, and now we can
1: start the podcast. Now we are on the fourth movie of our Spider-Man series. The mm-hmm. first, Mark Webb. Tom... Nope. Andrew Garfield. <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man we'll movie you. series of the movie series, known as... The, the Amazing, amazing Spider-Man. Spider-Man. And Way to uh, call your shot from yeah, the start. <laughs> you know? I know. I'm ready to talk
0: about it, so I need Let's a synopsis so I can do that. This week's IMDb synopsis was written by Johnny. Here, Here he, he is. is. <gasps> Man, we are in sync today. bye, bye, bye. bye, bye. Marionette. It's good good marionette dancing for our audio medium. (laughs) Oh, there goes the back of my chair go. (laughs) People are, when they turn, when they hear you marionette dancing silently in their car while they're driving, they're going to love it.
1: I do assume everybody's in their car when they listen to us. I assume every single person's in their car.
0: That's a safe bet because when you're not in your car, you could do other better things with your life. When you're in your car, you might as well just listen to us. us. (laughs) (laughs) Johnny writes, The Amazing Spider Man follows the origin story of Peter Parker's beginnings as the world-renowned wall crawler. It's so repetitive. Origin after story of beginnings? After being bitten by a radio active spider, Nice. Peter acquires amazing abilities, which will help him achieve things one could only dream about. In a life-threatening fight for the city, Peter will strive to protect New York City from the threat of his friend-turned-enemy, Dr. Kurt Connors whom has transformed into the lizard. Mm.
1: Man, I am in such grade mode here at the end of the semester. And this, this would be someone I didn't have much time for. This would be like, hey, are you? do you care? <laughs> are you trying? Are you trying? <laughs> What's happening? Are you okay?
0: So, okay. Do me a favor, Doge. I know you're already itching for it. Yeah. Why does this exist? Because the studio could not come to an agreement with Sam Raimi for Spider-Man 4. And Sam basically was like, if you take as much control away from me as you did in Spider-Man 3, I walk. And studio was like, okay, okay, we hear you. What about if we get more control than we had in Spider-Man 3? <laughs> and Sam was like, yeah, that means I walk. And they had scripts and, I mean, preliminary casting. We talked last week about uh, about and Hathaway and Bruce Campbell. Like we had plans for Spider-Man 4 and the studio just said, "Nope, we'd rather reboot and turn it into a kind of Hunger Games, Harry Potter competitor rather than a superhero franchise." Man, that's that's my spicy take on the tone of this movie and why it's so absolutely strange. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk it's about that in, in such depth, a lack I'm of sure. awareness.
1: So of it's so funny. I feel like there are so many times studios. It's like studios take more control and a movie is universally across the board more panned than the ones where the studio had less control.
0: But Spider-Man 3 made more money for the studio than the ones where the studio had less control.
1: Right, but isn't there any logic to the idea that Spider-Man 3 was going to make a ton of money anyway
0: because of the train picking up steam, right? Like, Not if you're Amy Pascal and Avi Arad. You look at it and say, it made money because the Venom action figures sold and Venom was right. our idea, so we should get to be in charge of the others too.
1: Right, mm-hmm. and I guess what I'm saying is, it feels like, and maybe this is hindsight speaking, studios, I feel like, should begin to understand the trend that when they take over more control, a movie is typically less well-received and frequently leads to an early end of a
0: franchise. So I think studios are starting to realize that. Sony, I think, still doesn't understand that. Yeah. But I think other studios are starting to realize that. The other notoriously awful studio has been Warner Brothers with DC properties. Right. But as of late, DC's gotten to kind of make whatever, like we wanted to make a Suicide Squad that felt like a James Gunn movie. Fine, mm-hmm. go ahead, do it. It took about five trips in a row. <laughs>
1: For them to fall flat on their face. But now that their nose has been ground down to a fine powder by the concrete beneath
0: them, they're finally willing to listen to some other input over Speaking DC. of DC, this is, DC is the only thing I can think of that beats this for quickest turnaround time between franchise installments and a reboot of that franchise. Right. 2012 was Bale's last Batman and 2016 was, was Affleck's first Batman. Mm-hmm. So that's four years. This was five years after Spider Man three. So they okay. DC wow. just barely beats it. But this this one notably does retread about sixty percent of the same exact plot. Oh, it sure same does. First Spider Man, but the whole the thing around this was that we wanted to create a shared universe of Spider Man films, Sony's universe of Spider Man movies, or something. It was called something stupid at the time. That's why spoilers, I guess, for our discussion. Way later, we get this mystery figure in a post credit scene who. We don't know who they are and they show up again in The Amazing Spider-Man 2 and we still don't know who they are. But this was around the time when Sony was like, like, we're going to make some Spider-Man movies. We're going to make some villain spinoff movies. We're going to make a black cat movie. We're going to make an Aunt May solo film where she's a spy during the 70s. We're going to do all kinds of great spinoff movies and people are going to be crazy wild about our cool Spider-Man universe. And it, it didn't happen because it's a stupid idea. <laughs>
1: the disconnect over at Sony is so strange because the Spider-Man video games that they are making for the PlayStation, the exclusive video games they're making for the PlayStation and Into the Spider-Verse are collectively maybe some of my favorite Spider-Man content That's I modern, have ever though. gotten.
0: That's modern though. At this time, they were making things like uh, Spider-Man uh, Edge of Time Spider-Man, uh, oh gosh, what's that one? It, the Shattered Dimensions, the ones that were p- pretty poorly received and they felt like they needed to like reinvent the open world swinging formula and tell sure. weird, interesting stories. I think they were not successful with Spider-Man. I think Spider-Man has not been a successful franchise, really. Because in the comics at this time, we were also, uh, I think it was the beginning of Dan Slott's run. And Dan Slott is my least favorite writer that mm. has... Ever written Spider-Man? My, maybe my least favorite writer working in comics right now, uh, but I think Spider-Man as a franchise was in pretty bad shape. Yeah, up until about 2015. It's a great point. It's a great point. Yeah, it's it's is it a, a great is it a great point or just a lot of words that I just said? A lot no, of I, I do, it's a good
1: point. <laughs> no, I do think it's a good point. It, I think it's easy to forget that there are six no five years. When did this come out? 2013.
0: 2012. 2012, 2012, yeah, 2011 maybe. So there
1: are six or seven years between the Amazing Spider-Man one and this sp- the first Spider-Man Sony game that was actually good.
0: Since that was the 2017, movie
1: right? Themes. Yeah, 2018, I think. I don't know. My time's all off. Uh, 2018. My point yeah. is, it's easy to forget how much time has passed between these two things because we got. Civil War and two Spider-Man movies and two Avengers movies with Spider-Man in it, like all in that time kind of. And so Mm
2: -hmm.
1: it's easy to forget that, I think. But I feel like there's a lot uh, that has lined up in the history of Spider-Man and just kind of knowing Peter Parker as the character. Mm -hmm. There seems to be this aura around like, come on, man, you could do it. It's like (laughs) because there's been failures and stuff to come back. Because I remember how excited people got to see Spidey swing in in civil war. Oh my gosh. Um yeah. and it's just because I think you don't really get to do that if another character in the MCU had failed that much. Right. I, <laughs> yeah. There's something there's something about this kid that you're rooting for and just the spirit of Spider-Man that's like, you can do it. Let's give him another shot. One more shot. Well, and <laughs> try to, to be pull fair, this out. There's something about Tom Holland that is intensely rootable. Yeah. Well, yeah. and Toby, Toby helped, you know, Toby yeah. Maguire's Spider Man. Also is massive for that, but it helped. That's why I was so. So my super dump, and I don't usually try and dump this early, but my super dump is the tone.
0: This uh, movie, yeah. dang. Okay, this then
1: yes, I'm jumping on board. My super dump is the tone. Why are we trying to make a CW dramatic show film? It's just like that's not. I'm not supposed to. Well, I think have about- to laugh. Yeah, you think about what has Peter.
0: what has torn up at the box office recently. Marvel Phase One has not really torn up at the box office. This was already pretty much done when Avengers came out. Avengers but was the, the first real smash. Yeah, Avengers was one of the Marvel Studios' first like major like event films of like everyone has to see this. I mean, Iron Man was a smash, but the sequels to Iron Man all didn't didn't do as well. Yeah, uh, but then we've got the Dark Knight, Batman, gritty. Yeah, like that is what yeah, has I kept been thinking tearing of that up. Too. So they're like, we got to make one of those with Spider Man in it.
1: That's so dumb, dude! But they missed. They even missed at that. That's why my super dump is that because it 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 tried for gritty and it ended up just a CW show turned into a Spider Man movie.
0: It is. I mean, it's, it's like intensely young adult.
1: It to is. Me. Yeah, yeah. It is. You're right with the Hunger Games Maze Run or whatever. I mean, it's, well, also Webb has done like romance movies too, right? He's he's probably better known yeah. for like rom com stuff. Yes. Yeah. The this is this Spider Man movie is.
0: A popped collar. Yeah. That you can watch on screen. That's all it is. So, Mark Webb, I I had to look this up. I thought I was right. Mark Webb is 500 Days of Summer. Yeah. This is our same director as 500 Days of Summer. So, this Mm -hmm. is like, and I remember uh, at the time, they made a big deal about like, we're bringing him in so that he can totally nail the like romance episodes, but the romance episodes, the romance elements between Peter and Gwen and bring like a real, more real world grounded, as I look back on it now, it's a referendum on Sam Raimi's intensely stylized right. <laughs> form of directing. Right. Uh, but yeah, they they made a big deal about I mean, the, him Man.
1: His his ability to to do romance is to me not in question. He does a good job with that sort of like yeah, like high school heart fluttery kind of a thing. Yeah, sure. But to me, when romance becomes the central point of a Spider Man story, it's the focus has shifted too much a little bit. Yeah. In a oh. movie. In a movie, certainly. Well, yeah. let me let me put it this way. In an origin story of Spider-Man, yes. if romance is your main plot point in a Spider-Man origin story, I'm open to all forms of Spider-Man stories. I'm just saying, when you're trying to tell how he becomes Spider-Man and let us get into the suit with a new character or a new actor playing Spider-Man that we need to get used to, but you spend a lot of time focused on romance instead. Yeah. And and out of that romance does not come the lesson of, I I, I guess I just wish that he had learned. Spider Man puts Gwen in danger himself rather than having Captain Stacy shove yeah. it down his throat at the very last second. Yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like it, mm-hmm. it feels like that's something Peter needs to wrestle with, rather than be like, well, her dad said it, so. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's there's a lot of potential good here um yeah there's a lot of potential good here in this movie that is wasted by a complete swing and miss in terms of tone and we have to stop i'm thankful for the mcu here because we have to stop retelling spider-man's origin story by using the (laughs) first 70 minutes of our movie before he ever puts on a boy it's boy it's slow isn't it Oh, it's miserable. It is boy, it's slow. Miserable. It works in the Toby Spider Man, only in retrospect. now, but because we haven't seen now, it but, haven't but at seen the time, it because we hadn't seen yeah. it right, and there were a lot of people probably unfamiliar with the totality of his origin story. But here, man, come on! I mean, it's the same reason that Robert Pattinson's The Batman isn't a Batman origin story. We get it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Parents die. We're going to bats. Let's move on. You think we're going to watch his parents die in that though? Yeah, probably. I think we're going to see the Pearl Necklace one more time. Yeah. Because you got to do same it. Same scene, the actual same scene though. You got to do it. They're yeah. just going to reuse the it. footage. They've already got that footage. Yeah. <laughs>
1: just rip it.
0: Uh, I will say, I think Sony probably recognized we don't want to do the exact same origin thing again. And the little special Sony sauce that they put on it is my super dump for this movie. Mm. I think it is profoundly stupid that we turn Peter into a kind of, it's almost a chosen one story. Of like my yep. dad, my dad was the one who invented the experiment that let me be able to get Spider-Man powers. That's yep. so stupid. That's it is a strange.
1: it is a dumb story element in general. I am not a fan overall of
0: Peter's heritage being special in any way. No, that that goes against I think Stan's original vision for the character. Stan's whole pitch for this character was: what if there's a hero who could stick to walls? And when he's outside of his costume, he has the same struggles that our readers struggle about. He worries about right. how to pay rent. He worries about if the girl well, yeah. likes him. He worries about how he's going to make good grades. Yeah. And removing this- any aspect of that, turning it into any kind of destiny thing where Peter was supposed to get bitten by the spider. Actually, uh, one of my favorite Spider-Man writers, JMS, does this with his uh, his totemic run. Talks about, this is where Moreland gets introduced. We talked about Moreland last Moreland. week. Moreland. Uh, but it, he has uh, all of Spider-Man's animal-themed villains, Spider-Man himself, since they're all themed around animals, they're totems, they're a bridge between beast and man. Everyone was always supposed to get the powers. I think that's that's pretty stupid. Yeah. I don't enjoy that element. Uh, and we do a little bit of something similar to that here where Peter was, you know, his dad was the special scientist who figured it out and we treat it like it's Harry Potter. Like there's yeah. this big mystery of like, how did my parents die? Why did my parents die? And it, that has some comic precedent. It, we revealed, I think, in the maybe the 80s, maybe the late 70s, The Peter's parents were S.H.I.E.L.D. agents who were killed on a mission, and Wolverine was there on that mission with them. Uh, and that's also stupid.
1: I don't like, like it. Peter, Peter just needs yeah. to be a regular kid. The point is, is yeah, we need to feel like we could be Spider-Man. Yes. I think is the point. And, and yep. you don't really get to do that when the the stars align outside of <laughs> randomly getting bit by a radioactive right. spider. Well, and I feel like it takes away some of the power of Spider-Man being somebody that wants to protect people from senseless death
0: when his parents were targeted rather than just happened to die. Exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. You
0: know? It feels like he has less of a choice. Right. If he's not just a regular guy who happens upon these incredible abilities, he has less of a choice. It feels like it, yes. It feels like he doesn't have to choose to view it as a responsibility.
1: Right. And Spider-Man is all about Spider-Man is defined by the decision to do the right thing. I mean, that's what it all boils down to. That's the whole great power, great responsibility thing. No, that's a good point. Um yeah, I, I think just the the broad story of this movie, I don't I don't have a problem with. Like the main beats, I don't have a problem with. It's the it's the minutiae where things get hairy for me. What would you consider the main beats of it? I mean, Spidey gets powers, Spidey meets Gwen, and the lizard is the first real villain that he fights. And then Spidey has to deal with what do I do now that this is all kind of out in the open. I'm a public figure. The lizard has been taken down. You know, like that's very typical boom, 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 Spidey story beats. And I I don't, I kind of like the lizard being the first person he fights. It feels um, ground level enough to not be like super yeah. villains already exist, but it also feels um like scary enough. The lizard is very scary. It
0: feels scary enough to The lizard's design sucks to me. Yeah, it's not it's not good. His face but- looks like a Goomba.
1: It does look like a Goomba. Yeah. From the Bad Mario movie. It does. Yeah, in
0: in the I mean very much so. every depiction of the lizard outside of this, he has a long alligator snout. Yeah. Uh, and I think that probably our design and animation team was like, "How do we make those lips move and make human words?" So, but
1: also too, and I don't want to say it was as cheap as, as this, but I mean, we did have Voldemort already. You know, it's like <laughs> sure. It also kind of looks like Voldemort's face. <laughs> right? it A little really bit. Does. The no nos, and you're like, well, but that. Yeah. I mean, that's iconic. It's like, what, what are you trying to do?
0: Yeah. No, that's uh Kurt that's Connors in this almost feels uh I'm not sure, by the way, before I say this sentence, I'm not sure who it's for. If you've if you've read comics uh a lot, you'll know who this character is. Kurt Connors in this kind of feels more more like a, a Miles Warren type of character. Miles Warren eventually became the jackal. He was responsible for the single most hated spider-man storyline the clone saga which was an absolute disaster in the early 90s <laughs> is but the clone saga is that ben Riley? it is ben Riley. where stuff. okay where uh yeah but peter and gwen work for miles warren uh before he's the jackal they work for him in college and so they both have a relationship with him outside of spider-man and so this feels a little miles warren-y uh, it is weird that kirk connors works at oscorp here we kind of turn Oscorp into this overarching evil shadowy organization. They wanted Oscorp to be the Stark Industries of their new MCU yeah. knockoff, I think. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it is so, it's just, it's stuff like that. That is so clear. You can draw a one-to-one, like mm-hmm. they have this over here, Well, we'll have it in ours. Yep. They have a boy who doesn't know why his parents died. We'll have that in ours. You know, I in, hate to in, just in, draw parallels between the MCU and say MCU did it
1: better, but here we go. The, the thing that... I'm so grateful that the MCU does really well is the sort of like visionary futuristic technology stuff. When mm-hmm. you see it done so poorly here in The Amazing Spider-Man where everything, it's just sort of like, what if it was all holograms? What if it yeah. was all really big? What if it was all yeah. glass with weird shapes? And it's like, this is so personality this not doesn't, This doesn't scream evil corporation. This screams capitalism. Taken to I, an extreme.
0: <laughs> Which I mean. I uh I feel the same way about this movie. This is probably the first time I've watched it in gosh. I
1: haven't watched it in a very long time.
0: Yeah, I, I think I probably haven't watched this since like 2013 or 14. Uh, I maybe watched it in preparation for the for Amazing Spider-Man 2 to come out. But this right. I feel the same way about this as I do about like outfits or clothes I wore in high school. <laughs> Where it's like, at the time, I was like, this is this is pretty fine and good. Like, this is kind of what everybody else is doing. And looking back, I'm like, wow, that's got a really special 2010s kind of stink on it. Mm-hmm. This is the 2012-est, like generic 2012-est blockbuster. Yep. That I've seen in a long time. Yep.
1: Mm. Yeah, it was a really unique experience for me to have it in the middle of just this. Massive spidey ball pit that we've just been swimming around first, in for so your long. This was the first time I see it, right? Yeah. And oh, I that's just couldn't, right. I couldn't really, I couldn't place it why it was so off. And Chelsea and I were having a conversation, and she understandably liked Andrew Garfield. And we'll start talking about the characters a little bit more soon. Mm-hmm. And I understand why. I think he's a great actor and he, he tried really hard. But um, yeah, it was just so off. There was a moment that I was like, Ralph Macchio is not supposed to be Peter Parker. It felt like a <laughs> it felt like a a, a Danielson character vibe of like there's a difference between like the quirk of a clumsy nerd and the charm of an awkward hottie. You know, it was like this yes, this, yes, this yes, 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 this really interesting uh vibe and Well, you know, I've already super dumped the tone. Even when you look at the movie poster, everything does have this Chris Nolan darkness about it. Even in the high school. And and he was a jerk, you know? And Mm -hmm. I guess we'll talk more about it. But it was, the tone overall was weird. But I have a question for you guys. Do you think we are better off because of how bad The Amazing Spider-Man was? Yep, because Sony would still have it all. When we look at the the multiverse, like when Loki walks through... You know, the, the the bright orange door frame, and there's a world where this was good that kind of changes things for the worse, right? I well, sure, because I can't imagine being on, in a better
0: place. Yeah, at that point we're on Amazing Spider Man five at this point. And there's yeah. been two Sinister Six movies. There's the Aunt May mini franchise. Yeah. There's that's the thing that I will never, never, ever forget. That Sony <laughs> in their infinite wisdom was like, Let's make an Aunt May solo spin off movie about her being a spider oh, you're in the nineteen seventies. Yeah, that's, that's a real, real. thing. That's yeah. real. Like an Agent Carter type thing? Essentially. Yeah. Although knowing Sony would probably end up being more like wanted or something. Yeah. And making bullets. bullets. (laughs) Curving bullets. (laughs) 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 No, Carter, I'm glad you bring that up. This movie, like Peter is pretty mean spirited in this. Yeah, he is. He's He's kind of a jerk. Yeah. (laughs) So, and their whole thing, their whole thing when they were writing this, I, I remember. I guess maybe at some point I watched every special feature on the Blu-ray because <laughs> I have a ton of behind-the-scenes, like just memories of. I'm them so shocked. I know it doesn't sound like me, right? Uh, they, they, their whole thing was like it just—it's different to be a nerd and uncool in high school now than it was in the 1960s no. and 70s when Peter was first written. And it's like, okay, no. but that doesn't mean you're a jerk, right? Yeah. I, I don't know. I just don't. Yeah, I was like, I don't like did I Peter. miss?
1: Did I miss? You know, like pausing the frame a few minutes before. It's like, was there a symbiote? Did I miss something crawling up inside <laughs> so, him? Here's the thing. <laughs> uh, they can say that all they want. It's different to be a nerd now. The 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 dark brooding skateboard kid has never been a nerd in his life. People, no, he's, he's a I mean, loner. He's adults, not a nerd. Yeah. Adults That's can different. think it's dorky yes. sometimes, but like he's a loner. He's not a nerd. You're absolutely right. I yeah. think that, and uh, I mean, it's no secret. My favorite... In totality, my favorite iteration of Spider-Man, I think, is the Tom Holland Spider-Man. And I think he's the mm. Goldilocks of both Spider-Man and Peter. Um, but I feel like Tobey Maguire leans very hard into the dork. They're all three nerds, right? If we're going to yeah. talk about this distinction, they're all three nerds. All three of them are very smart, very into science. And, have you know, Andrew Garfield has the sort of like... Uh, Raspberry Pi whole situation in his uh <laughs> yeah. bedroom with the, the little self-locking little door, door yeah. and all that stuff. You know,
0: Toby's. But Peter even for twenty twelve has the oldest computer monitor. Right.
1: Right. Uh Toby has everything about him as dorky and nerdy. And then uh obviously Tom Holland is incredibly smart and nerdy in that way. And and they each have aspects of dorkiness to them, but Toby is very dorky. Andrew Garfield is I mean, almost I not there's dorky at all. It's not a nicer way to say it,
0: but it's his, it's his face. It's Toby's mouth. Yeah, he's got, a I mean, dork, yes, he's got a dork. It mouth. is Toby's mouth and eyes. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but yeah, Toby Toby's Peter is very dorky. Andrew's Peter is almost not dorky, almost at all.
0: No, except he's not. for the he's fact cool. that
1: he wears his dad's glasses that are happen to be the perfect prescription for him. But that's so stupid. <laughs> whatever, man. <laughs> that's
0: so dumb. Um, and then Peter didn't. We didn't need an origin story. How did Peter Parker get his glasses? Where did those come from? Nobody's ever wondered they were that. His,
1: dads oh and then anyway my my last point is that i think tom holland threads that needle much more nicely than uh, the others i have a new segment uh, that i would like us to do that i'm i'm working on it's called Ooh. notes notes from jordan's phone these are notes just stream of consciousness notes okay. that i
0: took during my watch so, of the movie. So do Carter and I get up and walk away during this part? Yeah, you guys can go do whatever you want. This is your solo acoustic oh, set in the middle no, of you, our full set.
1: You 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 two I are you. my tennis partners who <laughs> must send my serve back. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, cool. But we're not gonna do that right now. Cause it is Oh, you tease. I know. Stick what around. a trailer. Coming soon. It's because his notes are also on the app that shows his timers. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I wish I could have those both on my screen at the same that time. That would be smart. But it is time right now to head on over to shout, 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 sh- sh- shout announcements. Shout announcements. Oh, I st- stole that from Nickelodeon. Welcome to Shout Announcements, part of the show where you shout outs and make Announcements. Thanks Mater. Uh, I I'd, I'd, I'd love for uh I'd love for you the listener to to like turn turn the volume up a little bit. I've got a a big announcement um for just a little bit more. Yeah, and if it's safe while you're driving because we know you're driving, maybe even lean in if that's like a thing. That's great. Just a little bit closer. Yeah, just a little bit closer. You have to turn it up, turn it up. Why? Why why haven't you why haven't you reviewed the podcast? Why haven't you reviewed the podcast? After all I said last week, one person, one person? What are we supposed to do? We have to pay our bills. Mm, mm -hmm. Do you even care anymore? Why aren't you rating and reviewing? If you've been listening to this podcast, I know that there's a lot of you out there that we were number one on your Spotify wrapped and you listen to thousands of minutes of us. Do you know how you make thousands of minutes of us? By thousands of minutes. We did way more work than you did and you don't do anything for us. Anyways, (laughs) Why? <laughs> hey, it's me, the good cop. Hey, guys, it's me, the good cop. I I don't think you're wasting. I love you. I will still love you.
0: If you do the work required, then you get to come back next week and <laughs> listen to us talk about the Amazing Spider-Man Two. And I'm your cool teacher here with some optional, but. Totally fun homework. He's sitting, he's sitting backwards in a chair in front of his desk right now. You'd listen, make such a good, cool listen. teacher. Stand on your desks, everyone. Uh, <laughs> if you want to read some comics for next week, uh, you can read The Amazing Spider-Man Volume 1, 121. That issue is called The Night Gwen Stacy Redacted because I don't want to spoil this movie for you. If, you want, read, if you want to read more comics and get more... Probably sad. You could read Spider-Man Blue, a six-issue limited miniseries where Peter reflects on some important things that happen between him and Gwen Stacy, maybe (laughs) toward the end of this movie. Uh, It is, I think for my money, my favorite Spider-Man story of all time. Oh. Six-issue limited miniseries, Spider-Man Blue is absolutely incredible. It's really, really powerful. It is one of the definitive Spider-Man stories, so... There's your homework. There's your reading. And listen, there's no grades. I just want to know. I'm just a cool cool teacher. I want to know that I've molded your minds. I'm a cool teacher. I'd
1: rather you drink here in the classroom. (laughs) (laughs) where I can keep an eye on you. I'm a cool teacher. You notice I'm not taking on that role because my literal one could hurt from that.
0: (gasps) You guys can do cusses in this class. Just don't do it in your other classes. It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) Listen, you don't have to wear
1: your shoes. You were so Wahlberg just there for a little bit. That's fine. You can do,
0: Ask do for whatever you want. It's fine. That's fine. Say hi to your mother, mother for me. me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Mm, notes from Jordan's phone.
1: <laughs> he tried to make sure it sounded just right yeah. for the new mm-hmm. bit. He's been practicing that. Mm-hmm. Want another notes. take? You can have another take. <laughs> Note number one. Did the spider bite him with its butt? <laughs> Why is there webbing the way, attached hey. to the spider bite? Ooh, so I, because I had seen the Tobys before, it was like, okay, when she's doing the Lord's Prayer, <laughs> cover your ears. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I had no warning for pulling web out of neck. Plink. yeah, makes that was the weird. nastiest. Sound. Yeah, so yeah. like, pimple did pop it, situation. Did it bite him with its butt and then just, how did you not I feel a thick spider like that just dangling in your shirt? It was a hanging on him. Yeah. Oh, oh. It's, no, thank yeah. you.
0: I didn't care for the spider bite in this one, by the no, way. No, I'm just saying. The spiders don't have thread from their mouths.
1: What's going on here? You know? Uh, note number two, hey, don't enter, don't enter the bedroom window first for a first date.
0: No. Yeah. Swing going a miss.
1: That's insane. Hey, Andrew, that's insane. Hey, Mark Webb. Yeah. That is insane. <laughs> and, the, and dad's a cop. He's the chief oh of police. Gosh. That is
0: the cop. That is George Stacy, who I absolutely forgot was in this, or I would have told you all to read The Amazing Spider-Man Volume 1, issue 88. That is, is called The Arms of Dr. Octopus, but it also features the death of Captain George Stacy. Capital C cop. Uh, third note is this Lizard
1: Mouse is pretty terrible to look at. Oh, that was terrifying. I did not like Yeah, big time. Was he eating the other mouse? I believe so. Okay. I believe so. Um, Graphic. Fourth note here, a little throwaway line that I really appreciated. Uh, I laughed. Do I look like the mayor of Tokyo to you? Fun. Was very funny. Fun. I did like that. One of the few times yeah. I laughed out loud in this yeah. movie. Um, and that's that's the trouble. I know. I wasn't laughing. I will say the other time I laughed out loud is… Uh, Peter's revelation that tiny knives are his weakness to the carjacker. I did think yeah, that, that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. It felt like Spider Man. Yeah. Last, my final note, and maybe my my favorite of this list. Did no one call the news when Peter dented a goalpost with a football?
0: There's so much of that. Did nobody on the subway be like, "Wait, I saw he doesn't that care kid about stick to the ceiling. Right. Isn't yeah. that what the spider one does? Right. Yeah. I, I'm just saying when when a
1: high school a skinny high school skater nerd. Throws a football so hard that it dents a goalpost. I mean he was like, let's call someone.
0: Hasn't he already Harlem Globetrotted the basketball in the gym and like smashed the rim? Yeah. 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 What a
1: weird way to see CW to CW. CW.
0: It's because we're trying to make it cool for the teens. That's why the first thing he does with his spider powers is so many. (laughs) Did you hear what song they had
1: playing during that?
0: Dude.
1: I don't want to be anything <laughs> What I've been trying to be lately. Dude, the Coldplay
0: song while he sadly skateboards. Why?
1: Sucks yeah.
0: so bad. It is so 2012 though. At the time, I was like, yeah, this makes sense. This is cool. This is like real life. Yeah, it really is like, dude, the teens love dunking. <laughs> He's yeah. got to dunk. If there's one thing teens love, it's half-court dunks and ollies. So Spider-Man has to do both of those. This is
1: the most California high school in the middle of New York City. Here we come. Yeah. Um, I have some I Am Doodoo trivia for (gasps) us. Please. Excellent. There's lots of it out there. Peter Parker frequently used a skateboard in the film. This may be a reference to Spider-Man being a popular unlockable character in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Two <laughs> oh from 2000, where he has the ability to use some of his superpowers while skateboarding. Oh my no, it, gosh. it's not. So this it's is this a, is a
0: movie adaptation of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Two.
1: Official. Which, it's official. I would saying. have preferred. <laughs> yeah, that would have been pretty cool. That explain some of our vibe. Tony Hawk's yeah. Pro
0: Skater Two, colon the movie, colon the Amazing Spider-Man. I still
1: hear the spray cans. Yeah. Mm. And the and the wheels
0: on the concrete.
1: Yeah. Oh, that was the only Am doo doo trivia? Just the one? That was okay. it. That's that's it. Because the other ones are just the kind of bad that's not worth sharing. You know? sure. I was
0: I was not anticipating feeling this cold on this movie. I was. Going into the watch, I was like, I I remember liking that when it came out. And then like by 30 minutes in, when I was watching it, I could not wait for it to end. Yeah. This is not enjoy this. Almost. I you don't hate like it. it. The design of this suit. Yeah, I don't like it. He looks like a basketball. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't hate like the it. design. But that's of this the theme.
1: It's basketball. He does look like a basketball. I, that's so
0: funny. It looks like I he should say spalding it's such somewhere. A somewhere.
1: Yeah. Weird thing that happened here because I do think Andrew Garfield
0: acted well. Yeah. Yes. I feel terrible for I him. Think I feel worse for him I, than anyone here. It, it's he it's the Ben Affleck kind of effect. A great actor. Like, yes. Oh man, you deserved better. Yep.
1: Because he was so excited. You deserved better. I mean, we also used Emma Stone, who's great. Who's incredible. Yes. And they have friend of the pun. They have
0: real chemistry. They have Well, because they actually, were really together I know. for a long time during both of these movies. It is such a waste to waste not
1: only the two of them, but also their chemistry. Such a waste.
0: Yeah. 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 That's and actually going to be my super pump like, for this movie, though. Yeah. Is the chemistry oh, between man. Peter and Gwen. Oh, nice. Because okay. it's it's those are the moments when I'm like, yes, I'm enjoying this. When they're on screen interacting with each other, I'm enjoying it. And because I know, uh, like, I think I'm bringing a fair amount of extra textual information into it because I'm reading, say so. reading in the Peter and Gwen stuff that I remember reading from mm. comics. Mm-hmm. That is probably not really all that present here, but right. it's a good, it works really well for me. And I think they're a great cast for Peter and Gwen for high school, Peter Parker, high school, Gwen,
1: Sure.
0: Uh, but I do think it is just, it is so supremely wasted. It's like lighting a candle in the middle of a cave.
1: Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, that's just do the think, one tiny light. <laughs> do you think Emma Stone gets a
0: redemption? Do we get to recast her in the MCU someday? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know if we're ever going to get a Gwen. Uh, oh, oh, you mean get Emma Stone as something else? Emma
1: Stone as someone
0: yeah. else. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I don't know. Yeah, that's what wouldn't I Wouldn't mean. hurt my feelings. I wouldn't be offended no, by it. No, not at all. I mean, she's great in- Actually everything, so. Yeah.
1: I mean, some of our most successful characters were recasts from the MCU.
0: Yeah. All our torches. <laughs>
1: That's true. Every human torch. Let's let's take a minute here. Um, let's talk characters that worked for us, characters that didn't. Because I think we have a very uniquely mixed bag here, at least in my opinion. Because this is an example of uh, a lot of... Mi- Uh, poor writing for people that should have crushed it. Yeah. So, my super pump is I actually, outside of the CGI representation, I like the lizard. I I like... Yeah. Like, I don't like that it was Peter's dad, but (laughs) if that meant that we have the relationship between Peter's dad and the guy that's left, even though there is some of the mystery of like, "Did did he kill them? You know, like, we never really... Talk about that. It was very Winter Soldier without having an end to that narrative. Um, I I enjoyed feeling sorry for the villain because that's some of my favorite sure. beats for yeah, a good villain. Sure. Um, and so I enjoyed kind of some of that struggle even though sometimes it was just some like… We had some like moto like yells at times yeah. that were very interesting. But um, I, I was a fan of it and I think he did the best that he could… And I enjoyed it. I enjoyed, when he was on the screen, I was kind of excited to see yeah. what was going to happen next. I think he was uh, active Motivations, really well. yeah, Yeah.
0: So I, I hate that they turned him into, they were like, can he please be serious black? Somebody who was friends yes. with Peter's dad, but might be bad, but might be good. There it was is, like yeah. He's just, you tried to make him Spider-Man serious black. It's just the whole thing is just this pop culture remix of all the big young adult phenomenon that had happened mm. in the 10 years prior to it. Yeah. Interesting. But I think yep. he's acted really well by scary Stephen Merchant. Who's, who's <laughs> what I've always thought when I watched this movie. Stephen Merchant, that's good.
1: No, that's very good. Yeah, no, I think he's I think he's great. I think Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone, we've already covered. I actually think Dennis Leary, pretty good cast for Castle. Yeah, yeah. R.I.P. man. Way better than uh Babe's Farmer. <laughs> Way better than which didn't give him a dig in the city. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, there's so much meaning there. <laughs> Top so, in the city. Here's here's where I, I, I might be spicy. I don't know. I
0: don't really know the general you, overall. You might be a, uh, a Spicer man. Nice. That's the best joke. That's all I got. I'm going to hang up.
1: I think Martin Sheen. That's like the, that's the wino that's singing instead of having the lady playing the <laughs> fiddle. He's a Spicer man, Spicer man. You <laughs> see the gopher from- YouTube I know, I'm not movie. trying to jump into our Patreon episode. Yeah, I was about to say. Martin Martin is Uncle Ben works for me. Oh,
0: love Same. it! I'm all love in. It. Big time.
1: I wanted to watch West Wing. I'm all in. <laughs> I was like, man, he's good. Big Sally Field as Aunt May works for me. Big time. I'm down. No, she's terrifying. She looks like I've been watching too many Ari Aster movies. I thought she was about to crawl on the ceiling too. <laughs> she looks so scary to me. Really? So she, really? yeah, she on looked board. on the verge of her face opening up and revealing another villain. <clears throat> Interesting. Like, I didn't like it, and she hated this movie. Did you know that? Doesn't surprise me. That how, doesn't surprise how could you me. Not? When you're, she Sally said, Field, and I'm going to edit for it. the sake of. Field, we're trying really hard. She said it felt like she was trying to stuff ten pounds of poop into a five pound bag. Yeah, that's exactly that's, what
0: Ramy said about Spider-Man Three.
1: That was her experience. <laughs>
0: Sounds like we've got a
1: consensus. Oof. But I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring my spiciest character take here, um, which is uh, Flash Thompson. Hmm. That that kid is in the leftovers. He's really good. Yeah, he's in my fridge. Yeah. Uh, I actually funny. like I'm sorry the turn that Flash takes, the sort of like hey I I get it I've I don't know sort of the reveal of yeah. like bully gets pain. And actually, because he got his his clock cleaned a little bit, he can come back and be like, hey, my fault. And then Peter's such a jerk.
0: Hey, does does Flash coming to Peter because he got his clock cleaned invalidate Ben's message of like, you think you're a big man now because you pushed him around? Yeah. Um, Does that sort of invalidate that and make sure... Actually, when Peter beat up the bully or humiliated the bully and got revenge... That worked out for him pretty well. Yeah. No. that Very well could. I think that's all murky here too. Yeah. Murky's a good word. Yeah. I think it's all or very murky in this, episode, I, in this This. I don't want this to be a movie that we would watch during Sunday school. Right. But there is, there does need to be a little bit more moral clarity to be a good Spider-Man story. I agree. I agree. Think. <laughs> I agree.
1: Um, now, you see what we have learned <laughs> applies to our lives today. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Every word. <laughs> Oh, I could. I have, uh, we've been pretty negative. Allow me to be positive for just a moment.
0: You can can do that. And then I've got some more negative things to say.
1: Okay, we can (laughs) round it out like that. Same. Just know
0: third verse, which is not fully created yet. Just know I'm not very happy with this one overall. (laughs) I'm going to super pump.
1: My super pump is the entire story with the dad who ends up being a crane operator. Yeah. Um, culminating in the crane scene, which is in the middle of a pretty terrible Spider-Man movie. One of my favorite Spider-Man moments ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. when when I like that a lot. When Peter hands the kid the mask and is like, put it on, it'll make you stronger. That's so good. That's so Spider-Man. Somebody gets it somewhere in there. It sucks because it's covered in doo-doo, but someone gets it. (laughs) He pulls the kid out. He rescues him. And the dad is like, who was that? That's my son. That was amazing. Thank you. Then when he recognizes that's the same guy and he needs my help and all the cranes turn and Spidey's like, here we go and makes it to Oscorp. Oh, that is, that's what I'm talking about. That's the, it's the train scene. It's the same um, sort of vibe of like New York helps their boy right back. Yeah. Like Spider Man's ours. We can get mad at him. We can, you know, call him a menace. We can get mad because he broke our windshield, whatever. But push comes to shove, we can be mean to him, but you can't, Lizard Man. Yeah. So let's do yeah. this. And I, I also love it. Yeah, I like, I like that scene too. But it does feel like a tangible representation of Sony just trying to j- do too much. It's 100%. like I it it's far more impactful for me for someone to just use their body and stand in front of- I completely agree. Yeah. The villain. I completely agree. Rather than, okay, we're going to spend four minutes. Do you remember in Return of the King where they light the torches? Okay. We're going to do that. Yeah, Yeah. We're going to do cranes though. Yeah. You know, and it's
0: just like- It feels like it was good. I I can't confirm this. I can't confirm this. It feels like that scene was written for Spider-Man 4. Mm -hmm. Because- Spider-Man here hasn't done anything except for hunt down a bunch of dudes with long blonde hair. Yeah. Oh, that's true. He's done absolutely nothing. He saved a kid and a couple cars on the bridge. But we've not had, even the, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man 1, we had a montage of him spider maning through the mm-hmm. city and mm-hmm. doing stuff. He hasn't done anything here. Literally has, has been on the bridge one time. But other than that... Yeah. He's just hunting down dudes who all look the same because he clearly has a grudge. Yeah. Yeah. The Kurt Cobain, the the
1: Nirvana cover band. Exactly. Worried. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I, I, I buy that saving that dude's kid was enough for that dude to help him.
0: It's not that. Sure. It's just... But it's the call to action on his radio of Spider Man needs our help and we gotta help him and everybody's like absolutely oh, we love Spider Man. See,
1: I the reason that scene works for me is I got the vibe that he was call He's probably a good dude as well and was calling in favors people owed him. Not necessarily Spider Man needs help, but more like get him on the phone. Just trust me. Just do this thing. It's kind of the vibe mm. of the scene to me. Mm. Um, that's why it works. For
0: I'll me. be I'll be totally honest with you. <laughs> I was I was at that point. Slightly dozing off because of how bored I was. More like dozing off. off. I was dozing off. I know. I know. Listen, I know. That's an easy one. That's a free one for you guys. That's your center square on bingo.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I. I, uh, Don't get me wrong. This does not save this movie. In my opinion, it's just the diamond in the rough here. It's it's a really great Spider-Man moment, um, made
0: fuzzy by the surrounding circumstances. Bad movie around it. absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And it does feel symptomatic of like everything Toby did, we have to do twice as hard. Yeah, Uncle Ben doesn't get passively shot. Uncle Ben is actively trying to disarm a robber and gets killed while he's trying to be... It's like... It reminds me of Jonathan Kent Somebody throws a su-
1: shuriken through his neck. Exactly.
0: It reminds, <laughs> reminds me of Kevin Costner getting sucked up in a tornado in made of Steel. Yeah, right. Why on earth does he have to die in the most bombastic way possible? Yes.
2: Yes. Right.
0: Right. Oh, no. Yeah, I, I think that
1: this movie suffers far more than it succeeds and actually this is weirdly in my memory i hate spider-man amazing spider-man 2 far worse than this i'm hoping i'm crossing my fingers for watching amazing spider-man 2 and going this is bad enough that it's way more fun and i'm really enjoying it you know what i mean yeah
0: i think it's going to be i think it's going to be a batman and robin versus dawn of justice where it's like dawn of justice tried so hard and that's what makes me so mad and batman and robin is so bad that i can just be like yeah this sucks but it's fun to watch that's kind of what i'm hoping yep. for here i really hope so man because i don't know how i could sit through another one that's actually suits worse way better this. dude suits way, suits way better. better suits great uh do you guys remember uh rajit ratha yeah what's the deal man like orphan khan's character uh he just disappears from this movie on the bridge and he's gone. We never see him again. He's trying to take oh, that yeah. stuff away and get away from the lizard. Lizard's like, no, thank you. And then we get distracted by all the cars and the kid that Spider-Man has to save. Uh, by the way, that put on the mask, it makes you strong. Love that. That's not written for a Spider-Man who this is Spider-Man's first big night hundred percent. It needs to be, it that needs is to make written. that kid I, feel I, like Spider-Man. I agree. I really think that moment and the crane moment had to have been written for Spider-Man 4 because they don't belong in a Spider-Man 1. Yeah. But anyway, uh, Rachid Ratha disappears from this movie is he not an Amazing him. 2 he's not an Amazing Spider-Man 2 we don't see him again <laughs> he's gone. We, we never see him again
1: that's our like uh, multiverse moment to
0: be like well that's when Thanos snapped yeah <laughs> he's gone <laughs> was he ever really wow. here or is he like Frosty the Snowman he's just Who he, knows? he's all the memories we made along the way
1: <laughs> thumpity thump thump <laughs> Thumpity thump. Gosh. thump. Uh, Look at the Raji... lizard go. The lizard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the lizard is visited by a mysterious shadow figure. Ghost <laughs> of Spider-Man who past. Whose identity we never reveal in this or the next. I thought it was Norman Osborne in the first one, the first time I watched it. So it should be, but then Chris Cooper's Norman Osborne in the next one, and we still also get Shadow Boy. Yeah. So this could be, the only person this really could be is a doctor in Ravencroft. It could be Dr. Ashley Kafka who in the comics uh, she she kind of treats all the supervillains at Ravencroft. It's kind of Marvel's answer to Arkham Asylum and Almost Hugo Strange, but not quite. She is Mm. uh, not quite as nefarious. But Dr. Ashley Kafka is actually a written and named character in The Amazing Spider-Man 2, played by a man, and we changed the character to male because there's just not enough male representation in Hollywood. Yeah, gotta get those boys
1: up in there. Uh,
0: Dr. Kafka is actually in The Amazing Spider-Man 2, so that means this can't be Dr. Kafka. This is... Oh. this is maybe the worst thing about this movie. Well, that's it, not, they let's not go let not go that There's, crazy. A, let's not there's not go just that a crazy. little a random person in this. We're like, we'll you'll never guess who this is. I bet they didn't know it yet. again. They, they just knew they wanted to They had to do no it. plan.
1: They had hey, no plan. But this could play out well because what if we come back and redeem Shadow Man
0: and say that this is a multiverse individual? See, that's what I'm talking about. I I never want to watch this movie again. And this movie being canon to the ones I do care about means that if I do a rewatch of the Tom Holland Spider-Man trilogy, then I have to watch this one too. No, you don't though. To get the lizard. No, you don't though. Do you see what I'm saying though? How like, if you're like, I've made a great stew and I've made a great chili. Let's stick with our chili. We talked about chili yesterday. I've made a great chili. And then a different chef comes in your kitchen and says, I do have one thing you have to include. It's grapes. And you love grapes. I know you love grapes. Uh, And so they have to be part of this chili now. I don't want to put grapes in my chili because that ruins the good chili I'd already made. Yeah. The lizard by himself is grapes. I like grapes. Grapes are pretty good. They're a yummy fruit. They're juicy. They snap. They crunch if they're frozen. They don't belong in a chili. I hear every word coming out
1: of your mouth and I just would rather watch five hours of bad Spider-Man to let Andrew Garfield come have fun and be in a good Spider-Man.
0: Yeah, I guess that's my problem. I'm selfish, huh? I'm just, I'm I'm way more, <laughs> let me put it this way. I am way more hyped I'm glad on the
1: possibilities that. than I am down on having to watch this again.
0: I think that probably, <laughs> you could remove that from this conversation and just use it to describe us as people. Mm-hmm. Way more hyped on possibilities on one side of the equation versus way more bummed about potential disasters on the other side of the equation. Correct. Yeah. And if you've been listening for a while, you know which side we each fall on. Which
1: is funny because in, in, a, in a societal scale, I'm not particularly optimistic as a human being. It's just compared to
0: you, <laughs> I might as well be the sure. like captain optimism. Exactly.
1: <laughs> oh, man. I
0: make Eeyore and look like these- Bing Bong from Inside Out. <laughs> Yes.
1: Bing bang. You guys been on TikTok recently? Anyway, it's time to rate this movie using the scientific cinema scale. Clearly you haven't, or else you would be dying at how good that reference a, was. A, some nah. kind of time keeping I'll find
0: the TikTok. I'm a, I am a geriatric millennial.
1: <laughs> freaking dorks. I'm older than you, and I'm all up in that TikTok
0: juice. Yeah, I'm willing, I'm willing to let go of my youth. <laughs> I'm holding on desperately. <laughs> that's why I'm wearing my flare, my flare bottom pants Here? and
1: my whatever. That's the why you got like these. Supreme- why you got that tick,
0: that TikTok yee yee haircut, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's a reference to Grand Theft Auto Five.
0: We got to remember movie. playing when it came out because <laughs> I'm, I'm an old. elder yes, millennial. Yes, I know.
1: We got to use the scientific cinema scale to rate this movie. It's perfect and as follows. The best thing we could ever say about a movie is own it, don't lend it. Buy that poster. The next best thing is buy it. That's followed by rent it and then stream it. After that is forget it. And last but certainly least, the worst thing we could ever say about a movie. God hath forsaken us. As egregious as this feels compared to other Spider-Mans that I have mm-hmm. seen. I mean, this is this is my least favorite Spider-Man movie so far, but I still think that there were moments that were enjoyable in a thing that was contextually out of what I was expecting. I, I'm going to rent it. And it's a really low rent. But it's just, it's almost as if, like, maybe Emma Stone's listening to the podcast and I want to make sure that that we have a chance to be friends. <laughs> it's mm. like, hey, I, I see your pain. I see your hurt and I acknowledge it. And you know what? Good job. Emma, Andrew, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you did whatever, whatever I can you do really to help. You really did. Let me know. But yeah, it's it's a rent for sure. me. Sure. And I think I'm surprised at that. Sure. I'm uh, streaming this movie. I almost forgot it, to be honest with you. Um, I was very close to giving this movie a forget it. Uh, but I am going to choose to stream it. Um, simply for, like you said, Andrew and Emma, um, and for the couple uh, bright moments of interest. Um, there is a chance that I could change this to forget it if Amazing Spider-Man 2 is as bad as it is in my memory, but I'm, I'm kind of holding <laughs> out hope here that my, my rating of these two movies has shifted, that they have flipped somewhere in time. Is Paul Giamatti the rhino in that movie?
0: Oh yeah, yes, but don't get too excited. But do get too excited because it's the Paul Giamattiest he could possibly be for about (laughs)
1: eleven seconds.
0: Yeah, he's totally screen time. He's barely in it, but (gasps) but he makes up for it. He approaches it with the gusto as if he was the main star. (laughs) It's (laughs) so excited. It's pretty awesome. (laughs) He's basically the underminer from Incredibles. Absolutely. Um. I came into this movie when I saw it for the first time in theaters with a bit of a personal vendetta. I was super-duper angry that they rebooted Spider-Man. I was like, boy. listen, you made a bad, made a bad one. That's okay. Get back up on that horse. Try again. I did not enjoy this when it came out. I was very upset that it existed. I thought watching it for this episode would change my opinion, and it only confirmed my opinion that... God hath forsaken us on Whoa. this movie. There is, there is, wow, there is really nothing fun or enjoyable about watching this for me. I will never watch it again. I own it on Blu-ray, and I wish I didn't. <laughs> you I could fix that. I am. Just so you know. I know. I could. I could sell it to a movie trading company for yeah, you a could nickel put it in the trash can. Um. Yeah. I'm. I'm pretty surprised by this. Actually, I really before I watched it would have said, yeah, it's probably okay. I would have given it like a stream it or a rent it. But it completely failed to capture my interest. We've talked before about how like we know we're into something when the world outside the edges of our TV kind of disappears. Yeah. I was fully conscious of everything in my home. Like I I was at no point entertained. (laughs) So (laughs) so, God hath forsaken us. I'll never watch this again. I did not enjoy this.
1: Fair enough. Well,
0: there you have it, folks. (laughs) Never know what Ama- to expect here on two amazing? chunks and a hunk. The Amazing Spider-Man It's
1: presumptuous, right? Like, we'll see about that. Relax. <laughs> relax. Don't, you can't call yourself that, Mark Webb. What are you doing? Next week, we are going to watch the sequel to this movie that we all loved so much. Uh, it's called The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Buckle up. Going to go for a wild That's
0: ride. That's the full title. The Amazing Spider-Man 2, colon, buckle up. Buckle up. We're going to go buckle for a wild up.
1: ride. Um, get excited, get pumped, get ready, and... Uh, Can't wait. Uh, To end today's episode, I'd like for each of us to say our name and what our ideal, we haven't done this yet, what our ideal first Spider-Man villain is that has not
0: been done yet. Not been
1: done yet as a first? as a Or not been done yet at all? As a first, as a first, like Spider-Man's first villain that he faces. So we can't do goblin lizard or vulture, right. okay. Because in in my opinion, I actually think vulture is a great first villain. I'm just saying the 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 one that hasn't been done yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For two chunks in a hunk, I'm Jordan Wonders. My greatest longing is to see Craven done on the big screen, mm. and I think setting up Craven as a lower stakes first villain to then later come back as a huge stakes villain could be really interesting.
0: Sort of go the Ultimate Comics route where he's basically a Steve Irwin-type figure. He has like a reality show and And comes to America to hunt Spider-Man.
1: Vendetta is born. Like the true like... I will stop at nothing. Vendetta is born at the end of the first movie when Spider-Man ooh, beats him, and
0: then we then we could spectacular Spider-Man it where in that adaptation he doses himself with experimental animal power juice and becomes like a lion man. Yep, uh-huh. like a Thundercat basically.
1: Ooh <laughs> ooh ooh! Thundercats are on the move. Thundercats are loose. It's
0: a good theme song. That's Jack Black again. He's just Jack Blacked <laughs> again. It's part of my DNA, baby. I'm Doge. The correct answer is Otto Octavius. As the first one. As the first one. Mm -hmm. We could take the exact conflict lock from Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 2. That is, I think, even a better introduction to Peter realizing what it's going to cost to be Spider-Man. Agreed. Than than the Goblin is or than Vulture is.
1: Uh, It's not a movie, so I'll let you count it. But we we get a great... uh, I guess it's not the first... It's not because villain. everybody else is locked away in Ravencrant. That's Croft. true. That's a good point yeah. in the video game. That's a good point.
0: In Spider-Man PS4, yeah. One second.
1: Say big wheel. I don't get to just pull these out of the… I don't have an… <laughs> One second.
0: He's Googling strongest Spider-Man villain.
1: <laughs> I'm, you know, I, I have literally done something very similar to that. Before. <laughs> like who has actually killed him? Um, I'm Carter… And I have to double check that I got it right. No. <clears throat> I think we add some layers here mm. to like, as Peter is figuring out what kind of good he's supposed to be for the neighborhood, how tough would it be to go against Frank Castle? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Interesting. That's cool. I think that could be really interesting. And I think, you know, watching Hawkeye, my mind was open to, oh, that's right. They are all in New York. You know, yeah. like uh, these. a lot of these people are like all in the same place. So I think that could be really interesting. Big place, a lot of people. Never mm. bump into them. You know how it goes.
0: You know how it yeah, goes. That's life in the city, you know. Hey, w- hey, we're podcasting here. <laughs> hey,
1: hey, I'm swinging here. <laughs> you got sliced alone,
0: is
1: it? Hey, <laughs> you got gaps like a gaps. Hey.
0: Two gaps. <laughs> no, I mean his name is Booker with a book. You know, it ain't it, it, like a, fun. Fun. Like a pirate, Spicer Man.